Greetings. My name is Scott Swanstrom. I'm the host of Mind Redefined, Lifting the Stigma Around Mental Health. And uh, this is our first episode titled Mental Health Awareness and COVID-19. And uh, I'd like to introduce you to our guest speaker today, Dr. Christine Caulfield. She received her doctorate in clinical psychology from Florida Institute of Technology and completed her internship and postdoctoral residency at Harvard Medical School, where she specialized in geriatric neuropsychology. She is the chair of the Florida Association of Managing Entities, president of Florida Council on Aging, and serves on the executive committees of Brain Injury Association of Florida and Smart Justice of Florida. Dr. Caulfield has written book chapters on senior behavioral health issues in addition to numerous articles. She has appeared on CNN Nightly News, ABC Primetime, AP Press, and several national and international media. Her clinical expertise includes substance abuse, trauma recovery, grief and loss issues, integrated health and brain disease and disorders in the elderly. She currently is the CEO of LSF Health Systems, the managing entity comprised of approximately 60 behavioral health care organizations that span a 23-county region. The network serves over 350,000 clients annually in North Central and Northeast Florida. She has successfully worked with the local, state, and national policymakers on critical healthcare initiatives. And we have also received word recently that she has been sought out by Raul Gupta, who is head of the Health and Human Initiatives for the Biden and Harris transition team. And so uh, there are eight individuals throughout the U.S. that have been sought out because of their expertise in this area and uh, specifically to address substance abuse in the opioid epidemic. So thank you, Dr. Caulfield, for joining us today. Such a pleasure, Scott. What a privilege. Well, we are really excited to hear your thoughts and just a a timely discussion in regards to COVID-19 and our own mental health awareness. But I would like to start off with just a little bit more of a personal question. What is one thing you're celebrating today? Oh, that's a great question. And It really does tie into COVID-19. I have a 90-year-old mother who has been diagnosed with COVID-19. She was hospitalized for three and a half months. And during that time, unfortunately, I was unable to see her. But she miraculously has survived despite her comorbid medical conditions, which include stage four lung cancer, stage four colon cancer, and stage four liver cancer, along with some very serious heart issues. So she is a fighter and a survivor, and she just was released and is back home now. And so I'm celebrating her resiliency and her positive attitude as she has really fought a very valiant battle. What a great example. I love that story. And it is very timely in regards to our conversation and what we're talking about today. LSF Health Systems has a unique point of view regarding mental health in the Northeast region of Florida. What or who is LSF Health Systems, pardon me, and what is their role regarding mental health services? 
Well, great question. We are one of seven managing entities in the state, and we were legislatively mandated to provide oversight and all the funding for individuals that are indigent, uninsured, or underinsured in the state of Florida that are struggling and living with mental health and or substance use disorders. And we receive our contract from Department of Children and Families. And what we provide is oversight of our phenomenal provider network that is comprised of 60 behavioral health care organizations. They include hospitals, crisis stabilization units, community mental health centers, medication-assisted treatment providers or methadone treatment providers, outpatient, inpatient, the full continuum of care for individuals that are living with behavioral health care challenges. And our goal is to provide oversight, assistance, and funding to our 60 provider organizations who are serving these individuals in our 23 counties, which represent actually one-third of the state of Florida. Wow. That seems like an overwhelming task, very important, and I'm sure very rewarding. In regards to COVID-19, how has LSF responded to the changes brought on by this pandemic and mental health services? You know, I couldn't be prouder of our internal team, who I call our dream team. I'm so privileged to work with each and every one of our dream team members, as well as our provider network. They quickly pivoted to telehealth, which has truly been a lifesaver for so many people during this pandemic. And our internal team has quickly adapted to working from home and never missed a beat on goals and assignments on a daily basis. So we keep our network running smoothly and are available for our providers, as well as the clients we serve in the 23 counties in our communities. And our providers, again, they're open, they remained open, and access was available. And Telehealth has really been revolutionary in our system of care. In fact, what we find is that so many people now are preferring to have that convenient option of being able to meet with their therapist or their psychiatrist or their treatment providers in the comfort of their own homes. So it really ameliorates any barriers such as transportation issues, child care issues, and allows people to quickly and conveniently access the care that they need. So we couldn't be prouder of how all of us were able to quickly pivot to telehealth, to Zoom meetings, etc., to make sure that people in our communities were served in the best possible way. That's fantastic. What a crucial service that is meeting a need right now. And when other businesses are shutting down or dialing back, really our providers are coming to the front lines and really uh, showing up. And so, uh, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's great to celebrate what our providers are doing here, especially in Northeast Florida. Yes, indeed. 
Well, we are well into the pandemic season at this time, and there's not a clear end in sight. Uh, We've got vaccines that are just now starting to appear and be distributed. What are some mental health related issues that have worsened during this pandemic season? It's been really tragic, actually. We truly do have a mental health and substance abuse crisis in our nation. And what we've seen locally is that we have 62% increase in overdose deaths in our communities, which is just so very tragic. And we've also seen an increase in suicides, completed suicides. So people are quite despairing. They are feeling so isolated and missing that connection to others. We've learned so much. We've learned how crucial connection is, personal connection to one another. And we have seen the deleterious effects when we aren't able to all be together and connect. So we really have to make a concerted effort to increase our ability and ways to connect with others because social isolation has really been a tremendous struggle and impactful consequence, especially with our senior population. You know, our nursing homes and ALFs have been locked down. We haven't been able to see our loved ones. We haven't been able to interact with our colleagues at work. We haven't been able to socialize with our friends, our neighbors. And this is really impacting folks' mental health, uh, frankly, and people are picking up, they are relapsing, they are unfortunately choosing unhealthy coping strategies to try to get through this, this depression, this anxiety that they're feeling. And so we at LSF Health Systems are here to really showcase that there are healthy ways to manage through this pandemic And if you're struggling, it truly is a sign of health to reach out at this time. I don't know of one person that doesn't need extra support during this very unprecedented time that all of us are experiencing right now. Absolutely. We're talking about personal health and what every individual can do. What would you say are some of the best personal practices we can do to maintain our own mental health during this time? Great question. And there are some things that we can do on a daily basis to really mind our mental health. And it's so important now more than ever to do that because, you know, we're all really out of balance right now. And as human beings, we strive for homeostasis or balance in our lives. And right now, things are pretty topsy-turvy. We have been struggling with lots of changes to our daily routine and really grieving and missing the old ways of being and doing. And so one of the things that we can do is get out at least 10 minutes a day into nature, because research is showing that just 10 minutes a day outside in nature, breathing healthy, fresh air really helps those endorphins flood our brains, those healthy and happy 
chemicals to flood our brains to help us feel more relaxed and and bring us peace and joy. Another thing we can do is breathe, breathe, breathe. Because right now, most of us are so stressed out that we are doing a lot of shallow breathing or holding our breath. And so when you hear, listen, you need to breathe, 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 there's a reason behind that, because when we're not breathing, we are causing a lot of issues within the central nervous system. We are not getting enough oxygen flowing through our bodies and up to our brains. So really practicing mindfulness and breathing techniques, deep breaths in, hold it, blow it out. Uh, So important right now to help ameliorate the anxiety and the chronic sense of at risk and on guard, if you will, that we're all facing. We really need to reduce those feelings and get the oxygen flowing throughout our bodies. We also need to connect, connect, connect. We need to connect with our loved ones that we haven't been able to see, whether that's through your phone, through FaceTime, through Facebook, through Zoom meetings, however is best for you for the telephone, to really reach out and get that extra support and lend that extra support to our loved ones, neighbors, and friends. And we also need to eat healthy. Right now, people are complaining about the COVID-19 19 extra pounds because many of us are stuffing our feelings. We're bored. We're scared. We're running to the refrigerator to comfort ourselves with food, unfortunately, with alcohol and other drugs. And that only increases the issues that we're struggling with. So eat healthy, resist those carbs, and get out and exercise. Now more than ever, that will also bring those endorphins into the brain, those feel-good chemicals and neurotransmitters, so that we can feel better and reduce the symptoms of anxiety and depression. Very good. It's just such a great reminder that our physical health is so closely connected to our own mental health. Oh, indeed. So, And the fact that we are wired for community, we are really at a good time if a pandemic was to ever happen to where we can connect and make the world a little bit smaller. And like you said, Facebook, FaceTime from your phone, using a Zoom meeting, really just connecting in meaningful ways has really been uh, a helpful thing. I know for myself as well as for others. At what point should we seek out professional assistance to help us navigate these unprecedented times and beyond? I don't know of one person, honestly, that couldn't use extra support right now. I think that these times are, well, times that are unprecedented that none of us have really experienced in our lifetimes. And so, Certainly, if your symptoms are impacting your ability to function, to work, to have healthy relationships, if they're impacting your significant other and your children, your family members in a negative way, if you are finding yourself experiencing depressive symptomology, you can't focus, you can't get out of bed, you're having thoughts of harming yourself, 
absolutely time to get that additional support. And you know, it's actually a sign of strength to reach out and get support when you know that you need it. No sense in suffering. Like I say, our system of care is open, available. You can access the care that you need, and now's the time to do it. Very good. Dr. Caulfield, how would you offer hope to someone who is in distress from a mental health issue during this time? I would say, hang on. Help is here to help you. And there's no need to struggle. There's no need to suffer. You know, we have wonderful medications now that have very little side effects that can ease those symptoms of depression and anxiety. We have best practice protocols that our providers are practicing. The therapists are offering wonderful therapeutic skills to help you manage through this difficult time, give you that extra support. Again, we are here to help. Here at LSF Health Systems, we have an access to care line that is manned 24-7 by our clinical team. And that number is 1-877-229-9098. And when you call that number, a clinician will answer and will help navigate you through your questions, through the issues that you might be facing, and be able to connect you to community resources so that you can get the support that you need as you move through this very difficult time. Thank you so much, Dr. Caulfield. We really appreciate your expert understanding of the situation that we are in right now. What a great time to offer hope to folks. At the time of this recording, it's between that Thanksgiving and Christmas window. Uh, We often call it the season of hope, but a lot of the time there are many people who are struggling who need some direction and, and assistance in navigating some really hard issues in their own personal lives. Most definitely. uh, Thank you so much for sharing that resource, the uh, 24-7 Access to Care Line. That number again is 877-229-9098. Dr. Caulfield, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you so much, Scott. My pleasure. My pleasure. 